Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Matt. I'm Ashley. And uh, today we're going to talk about a new film on Netflix called The Velvet Buzzsaw. All right, so The Velvet Buzzsaw um, concerns a young apprentice art dealer who discovers um, some artwork from an unknown artist who has recently deceased. And even though he left explicit instructions that the artwork be destroyed, she works with her boss, played by Rene Russo, and an influential art critic, played by Jake Gyllenhaal, to make as much money from this uh, newly discovered art as possible. And however, things take a rather horrific turn. And that's kind of the setup mm-hmm. for Velvet Buzzsaw. What did you think of it? Yeah. So first I'll say, I, I got it wrong. It's, it's just Velvet Buzzsaw. Okay. Not, not Velvet But <laughs> um, whew, this movie uh, kind of, it really disappointed me. Mm. This has a, a, a pretty you know, stellar cast in it. I mean, it's, you know, Jake Gyllenhaal, Rene mm-hmm. Russo, like you talked about, um, Tony Collette, mm-hmm. uh, David Diggs, who, you know, he was in uh, uh, Blind Spotting, was it last year? Yeah, Blind Spotting, uh, and John Malkovich. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and Billy Magnuson, who I thought was, was pretty cute in um, Game Night last yeah. year. So, I mean, it's got a very solid cast. And I think this movie illustrates the that sometimes you can have a really solid cast and it's not enough to save a movie. And that's just my take on it because I I didn't think this movie was all that good. Um, it for one thing I didn't like the look of it. And this is this is directed by Dan Gilroy, who's done uh, Nightcrawler, who um, that's another movie with Jake Gyllenhaal from a few years ago, which you know. Uh, I think we saw, mm-hmm. and I thought it was it's 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 kind of dark and kind of twisted, mm-hmm. but it's good. I thought. Yeah. Uh, and then Roman J. Israel Esquire is another one he directed, oh, which right. I've seen. You, you didn't, right. but um, that one was that one was was fine. <laughs> this one though, just just it doesn't work, and and the look of it, I feel like is very cheap. Hmm. I mean, the the set design I think is fine. Is is that's not bad, but this the look of it, the, and, and I don't understand why because the cinematographer is Robert Elswit, and he's a great cinematographer. He's done lots of fine work on in many good films, but this I don't and I don't know whether the blame lies with him, but it's just um, I I did not really care for this movie much. Hmm. It's interesting. Well, I think I, I I liked it better than you did, and I actually kind of liked the look of it. I liked. I thought it was you know photographed well if the 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 settings are um very kind of you know um your your kind of bleak or um spare art museums mm-hmm. and then the very modern homes that these people live in modern and apartments that mm-hmm. they live in so it has kind of a very modern aesthetic to it and kind of maybe a little cold um but i kind of liked I thought it worked for the, for the movie and for these characters who themselves are kind of, you know, sparse and cold. And, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It, 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 it ultimately ends up kind of, I don't know, being kind of a slasher film, but it has this kind of sophisticated setting and more of a sophisticated, you know, uh, characters than, than you would typically find in that kind of genre film. So I thought it was kind of an interesting mashup. Did you think that worked well? Because I, I, I agree with you that it, well, 
it does sort of take on elements of a slasher movie, and mm. I sort of felt that that juxtaposed with the setting and the style of the film. I, I didn't really think that meshed very well, but I don't know what you thought. Well, I felt like it was a movie that was trying to make some points. Like, it was trying to be more profound, and I felt like maybe the horror elements kind of got in the way. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I, I think it's trying to make points about, you know, the commercialization of art or the monetization of art and um, the problems that that can cause. I mean, that's kind of an obvious theme here, but it kind of just, I don't know, it just didn't come across as strongly as it could have. And I think mm-hmm. it's all the the horror trappings around it that kind of mm-hmm. taking take away from that. I mean, we mentioned you mentioned Nightcrawler. That's a much more successful movie, I think. And it also had Jake Gyllenhaal and Rene Russo was in it as well. Um that movie managed to be creepy and and scary and dark, and it really got its point home in a really kind of profound way. Um, yeah, this one doesn't doesn't work that well. Yeah, and you know, so you mentioned the the points you think it was trying to make, and I agree with that. Um, another thing is, you know, it's it drops us into this world, the art world, so mm-hmm. to speak, and it's satirizing the art world. Mm-hmm. And the problem with that is. Um, the viewer has to be somewhat familiar with it or made to be familiar with it Mm -hmm. in order to kind of be in on it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it didn't work in that regard, at least for me. Um, And I know pretty much any film or television show does that. They drop you into a setting, and many settings are settings we're not familiar with. But yet, if the movie or the television show is doing a good job, we become familiar with it or at least, you know, in the know enough to get the jokes Mm -hmm. or what have you. And in this, I was kind of sitting there stone-faced during some of it, even though I felt like I was maybe supposed to be laughing or, mm-hmm. or tittering or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm just like, I don't understand the art world well enough to, mm. to get these jokes. I'm not in that enough right. to know what they are satirizing. And, and, and um, I felt like that was an issue for me here. I think that was true for me, too. I think... A lot of the humor, any humor that I got out of it came from the performances, which are kind of over the top. These characters are kind of over the top, and I think the performances are kind of much. And I think that's that's intentional. Um, I thought, you know, Tony Collette's character. I mean, it's obvious she's it's she's in a she's acting in a movie where it's it's a satire, and. Some some of the other characters, I didn't feel like they were in that same movie. Like uh-huh. they didn't. Rene Russo, I didn't feel that at all. Right, right, right. So Tony Collette was. I think Jake Gyllenhaal felt he came across to me like he was in a satire. He, he, he was acting in a very affected manner. Yeah. So his character. This is a problem I have with this. This is my little <laughs> side speech here. But so his character is supposed to be bisexual, mm-hmm. and yet for all intents and purposes, he's basically acting like a straight man. We, there's like one scene. Early on, where you see him with, I don't know if it's an ex or soon to be ex boyfriend or just mm-hmm. some kind of one night stand or something. And no, no, that was his boyfriend. Okay, all right, so that was his boyfriend. But you know, which is one scene, and not, I don't even know if they touch each other, they're just kind of by this pool side, and, mm-hmm. and he's not like, into him anymore or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then for the, you know, the rest of it though is him just emotionally and physically falling all over um, this female character that he mm-hmm. is in love with and, and lusts after. And, you know, I mean, I'm probably picking on this and this may not be the thing to pick on, but it's like there is already, you know, comparatively such 
a small representation of, of you know, mm-hmm. gay people, for example, mm-hmm. uh, or even, you know, it's, so I guess it's nice to have LGBT representation here, but if you are just going to say that this character is bisexual, but then basically show them acting in a heterosexual manner, mm-hmm. um, I, part of me is just like, I don't know, what's the point, really? Why, mm-hmm. why couldn't his character have just been some straight guy and have him broken up with a girlfriend or whatever, mm-hmm. and now it's with this other woman, because honestly... Aside from the affected manner, which is a little stereotypical, I mean, aside from that, mm. there's no reason why he had to have even been bi. And that kind of bugged me. Mm. Yeah, it, it didn't bug me so much. But um, it's, 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 it's good to see a, a bisexual character, even though you don't see him being bi all that much. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it, it's, it's fine with me. Um, I liked to the it's gonna sound kind of weird but I liked the the killings in this movie I thought they were creative and interesting and and done in a way I hadn't seen before and part of it is just the nature of Mm -hmm. what's happening and the and the settings that they're in and and who these people are. Yeah. Um, And we're not gonna spoil them for you but I will say do not watch the trailer for this. Yeah. Because two of the killings um were spoiled for me. Yeah. Because they, they, they show them. Yeah. Uh, one of them, though, yeah, you're right, I totally agree, was, uh, <laughs> it was very, you know, they did not show that one in the previews, and, mm-hmm. and that one was particularly, you know, it had a lot of good kind of, almost jump scare moments. And usually, <laughs> jump scares kind of have a negative connotation these days in the horror world, but in this case, I think that they actually were, they worked, they were good. Right. Yeah. So, um, what, what do you give this out of 10? Uh, I'm going to give it a 6.8. I'm gonna give it a four. I gotta, be t- I gotta tell you, I feel, I'm feeling generous with that four. Um, but our score then is a five point four, and it's on the tomato meter. It's a sixty-six percent uh, with an audience score of forty percent. I, I had fun. I'd recommend it. There's worse things you could watch on Netflix. Oh, by far, yes. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks.